You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever app you're using here. Welcome to the show. Oh, and of course... Live on twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. Hello, Twitch room. Hello, Twitch room. Hello, podcasters. Yes, we watch NXT on Tuesday nights, and then we talk about it. We record this podcast live on Twitch every Tuesday around 10.15. You know why. Because we're your NXT friends. Friends. And we may be the only people who care about NXT, but... Yeah, shall we talk about that right away? Well... A time has come and gone for words. A thousand threats I've heard before, but words are cheap and lies are big to take. Usually we pour one out when one of our own, an NXT superstar, moves up to the main roster. But what happens? What do we do when, when someone becomes the new NXT <laughs> World Heavyweight Champion? Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy... The new linear... He's the linear NXT, NXT champion. champion yeah. Now. Uh, so we got to give it up to the most extreme superstar. Uh, wow. What a time to be an NXT fan. We were doing so well, especially the past like month, few weeks, definitely. Mm. But wow, what has happened? Uh, I guess we can, we can get into, but yeah, uh, what a time. Yeah, so Karrion Cross, the NXT champion, showing up on Raw yesterday and losing in a minute 30 to Jeff Hardy using the ropes to win. I Is that a roll-up too? And oh, Jeff was cheating? Oh, that cheeky Jeff. Was Jeff. Cheating. Ah, um, Jeff. Yeah, look, I'm not a big Karrion Cross fan, but they've just made him... that they're, 
they've been giving him the Lashley push <clears throat> on NXT, just steamrolling through people and then showing up and losing to Jeff Hardy, who lost to, to Veer, I think his name is, the, the million dollar arm guy on main event just the week before. Oh, okay. It's, and at this whole episode, we'll get into it, obviously, but it's like, yeah, but you, you just lost. Guys, morale is low mm. in the office today, but uh, we'll, we'll move on. But regardless of, of that, how are you? You've had a, a quite a busy weekend. Yeah. Doing I'm, a lot of shows. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Been recording a lot. Um, yeah, we have. We did NXT last week. We did AEW, obviously. And then you did two shows on the week. Slammiversary. Yeah. We did the BD in the Bank show. Um, BD in the Bank. Yeah. yeah. Did we? Should we talk about this show? So we do BDE games, up next games. We've done Mania. We've done Survivor Series drafts. We've done a lot of things. But then we thought, how can we, how can we come up with some sort of swerve, some sort of gimmick in, in our show? We got a big event coming up called Up Next Summer. How are we gonna? How are we gonna make some buzz for that? How can we do something that WWE does? Well, we took the money in the bank gimmick and we flipped it on our own friends, friends, and we created a money in the bank impromptu game. Uh, the replay, the video. We're nice enough to leave it up on our Twitch uh, archives there if you go through there. Uh, but the podcast is up for the patrons. We flipped it on a few of our world champ patrons. They came prepared to do a top five Money in the Bank moments show, which the show is still like a good hour there, long, yeah. maybe. Yeah, about us talking about like fun moments about Money in the Bank. So it's a fun show. But then we just threw to a game. <laughs> we did. And we do have a, a BDE in the bank champion, right. briefcase holder. Someone won this match. Someone won this match and will be challenging Braden. They're cashing in for up next summer. Yeah, uh, apparently... According to to the game, it is Fire Frank in the bank. And uh, I have to go up against world champ patron, friend of the show, Frank. Fire Frank. Some may know him from the past games. He was the officiator, the special enforcer, the referee. Of the Inferno in match. In the Inferno match. Inferno match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, there was some... There was... I think you would You should have won that Inferno match. Uh, I think I was screwed. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we... By- Fire Frank. And somehow he weaseled his way into winning. He grabbed the briefcase. He made himself famous. Go on and grab that. Go climb the ladder, kid. And he did. And now he's got to face me. Uh, he, he's good. He's he, pretty he's, good at his he's trivia. It's going to be tough competition. We've got a lot of training to put you through over the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, but we should say NXT announced uh, a takeover. Yes. Which is going to take place SummerSlam weekend. SummerSlam is the Saturday. Yeah, the 20... it's back to front this time. It's yeah. the 21st for SummerSlam. Yeah. And then on the 22nd, uh, NXT doing their own takeover, TakeOver 36. And it looks like it's fr- uh, from the CWC. Right. So WWE and SummerSlam will be in Vegas the same night as the what, Pacquiao fight in Vegas, so, yeah. which is crazy. I know there's the UFC as well. Uh, and then Sunday from the CWC, WWE NXT will be doing TakeOver 36. So two nights of wrestling, which means... We can finally plan our SummerSlam and TakeOver uh, events, which means, well, we got to do a tailgate. We do. We got to do a SummerSlam it, tailgate. We, uh, the third? Third. I in think. a row. Yeah, third in a row. Damn. Tailgate. Uh, so we can't do it in person quite yet. So again, we shall be doing a SummerSlam tailgate live on Zoom for all patrons in the month of August. So uh, be, join up on, on August 1st because uh, all patrons will be allowed to join in. They've been quite 
fucking party. Even over Zoom, we've just yeah, we've, they've been we've, good. Fun. We've been just I kind menaces. of miss our backyard for yeah, the idea of yeah. the the uh, tailgate. Too bad we couldn't bring all our gear and just hotspot from like the beach or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe nice. we will. Uh, but yeah, we've had some wild fun over these Zoom things. So can't wait for that. So that'll be. Uh, before SummerSlam. Yep. Uh, but then we'll be doing a watch along and a post show for that on Twitch anyways. So all the BDE over SummerSlam. If you can't go to Vegas like us, uh, quite yet, uh, which we've looked at flights, but, um, <laughs> if you can't go, then hang out all day with us via Zoom, via Twitch. It's going to be a party. Get the white claws, get the backwoods. Let's fucking go. Can't wait. But then that means Sunday. It, yeah. If we're that's gonna, not enough. Yeah. If that's not enough, WWE does two nights. We got to do two nights. Yeah. Which means the Sunday, of course, we're going to be talking all about TakeOver 36. We will be doing a watch along on Twitch and then recording a post show like this podcast here. But we'll record it with the post show on Twitch as well. But that means we're free during the day. So maybe you ought to be too. Which means maybe it's a good time to have our main event our up next summer up next summer which will take place before takeover so yes that's a lot of bde in your system it is but so patreon.com slash up next for more information yeah. about these events at um, up next podcast twitter yeah. instagram for all the tweets and insta stuff go follow us for everything because we're going to be doing so many things and if it's on if it's on twitch it's all free so hey even if you want to just hang out that's cool but join us for the watch alongs the post shows but we will be doing the tailgate and up next summer, the games, it's going to be madness. Take the weekend off. You deserve it. Yeah. Let's go. We Let's can't go. quite go to wrestling, all of us, quite yet. So this is the best we can still do. But uh, come past a few months or next year, be a different story. Oh, yeah. But for now, we, we do things over the internet. Because what did we say recently on a show? Yeah, you know, having relationships, having sex, that's all great. That's fun. But have you ever hung out with internet friends and... Like fangirled over wrestling together because that's quite fun. That's quite good. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So you were busy. You were busy this weekend. You did Slam Anniversary. Yeah. Uh, pretty good show. Yeah. I, I enjoyed Slam Anniversary. I checked out the Kenny Omega Sammy Callahan yeah. match because I just figured out why not check it out. Um, and they there was a pizza cutter. There was. There was a lot of blood. There was thumb tacks, yeah. Salt. It was pretty nasty. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fun, actually. I yeah, quite I enjoyed it. it. I think it's Kenny's best impact match uh, of this run. For sure. Had. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And I'll show you the the Ultimate X match later. Right. That was that was a lot of fun. But you can check out that show. You did it with Sino on, on this feed and, of course, on the Twitch there, replays and stuff. But then you did Money in the Bank. Yes. The actual WWE show. They had a full crowd. Uh, I checked it out as well. Um, they had some, some fun stuff. I... I thought I was crazy and I messaged you and I was like, am I nuts? Did I smoke way too much weed or did Charlotte and Rhea Ripley just put on like a banger? Yeah. And you're like, okay, good. You're not crazy. And I'm not crazy either. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, It was great. We were doing the watch along and I think everyone thought this, um, this feud has sucked and we know they've had some good matches, but we're beyond it now. We're, we're fed up of this feud. We've seen the match a couple of times now. And you could tell the crowd were like that as well in, in Fort Worth. And suddenly all of us from the watch long to, you know how our watch longs are. We'll probably yeah. be singing Disney songs or talking about anything, but the match that's going on in right. front of us. And suddenly we're all getting kind of hooked in it and we're all asking each other, is, is this getting really good? Right. Um, yeah. I love that match. Yeah. Uh, that, that might have been my match of the night. 
Yeah, me too. Actually, I, I thought the Money in the Bank was match excellent. was pretty good yeah. with Big E winning and grabbing the briefcase. That's pretty sweet. So they definitely got to go towards a Big E Roman when story. When do you see that being? I don't know. Because if it's Roman Rock at Mania, then do it. But if Rock's saying no and waiting for California the next year, then do Big E Roman at Mania this year. So that could be your hangman, Kenny. Story. And when would you have Big E like challenge he that. says i'm just gonna challenge you at wrestlemania that's someone else I, wins the wrong that's what i think yeah i think you do it yeah a, like a few months before yeah 100 percent. yeah that's what i would see i i really like that there was some crazy stuff in that i i even got into roman and edge i thought that was pretty mm. cool uh, I, i'm a big edge head and i thought that was like it felt like a big match it felt, it felt like old big... school in a good way for me yeah like yeah. it reminded me of kind of rock hogan just the way to play the crowd and yeah. not have to do necessarily so much it felt a big deal and then of course now we're in the summer of cena mm. so what is what does this all mean are we getting cena roman yeah SummerSlam. SummerSlam. damn that's gonna be crazy so that card should be pretty good yeah i'm, I'm quite excited so they're SummerSlam. on a run once you get crowds they're gonna like start using the good stuff again that's like AEW. once they got the crowds back okay start pulling the trigger on everything. and now they're so confident with the main roster they're like fuck uh, you nxt yeah I, I i i unplugged this weekend which felt fucking great i went to there was like a camping thing like four hours north of the city called river and sky it was like a music festival they had like uh rapid testing you had to show proof of vaccination i went camping roughed it out it was great did drugs it was fun raved in the forest in the beach but I checked out of wrestling and then like quickly caught up and it was very relaxing to just not do anything. You, it's like, it yeah, makes me go, I mean, Oh it. man, like I, I, I come back and I check in on Monday and I'm tuning in, I'm catching up on all the stuff. And then I'm like, wait, and then what? Sorry, Jeff Hardy beat who? Wait, what? And you start What's getting go- angry over silly shit. Yeah. Again. And then I'm like, wait, the other day I was on a surfboard and on a river smoking a joint. Life was great. <laughs> so Yeah. It's funny because, yeah, I'm uh, I'm like, I don't even like Karrion Cross. Why am I worked up about this? Yeah. And then you go, well, it's, it's the NXT title and it's the NXT champion. And then you go, why the fuck am I caring so much about care this? Anymore. I need to yeah. switch off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but I, I went to like concerts as well, which we have not gone to in a while. And we have tickets to some like come like November area. So maybe that should be okay. But to go to concerts and like, feel like part of society again Mm. like my heart felt it was filling up again like some stuff that i was definitely missing so i'm looking at like oh man like i know you're think you're going to arthur ash arthur ash yes yeah i'm thinking like yeah because the week my flights the other day yeah now i'm looking at it because the weekend after that so that's on a wednesday is governor's ball in new york and like there's a tons of artists i want to see so i'm like man if you didn't, if you were missing out on life because you thought, "Hey, I never got to do stuff," now's your time to do it. Go to your wrestling shows. Go watch Jeff Hardy win the NXT Championship. <laughs> go to concerts. Go do whatever it is you got to do. But yeah, uh, it felt good to to like check out for a while, rough it out, have some fires, skinny dipping, the the usual mushrooms classic, in the woods, classic stuff. yeah, you know, like the fun stuff. So yeah. it felt good, but. Uh, you were holding I the fort. watched Impact. Yeah, I was, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm like, you held the fort down is what I'm trying to say. So thank you. You were hanging out watching a guy cut another guy with a pizza cutter. Yeah. And yeah, I was doing menacing things. So thank you. Uh, I appreciate you. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, we have some fun shows because you also did something else for me. Uh, we had started an agreement for the Patreon. I swear we'll get into NXT. 
we have an agreement. We do a show called Up Yours. We do a show called Reviews from the Six. We decided for birthdays on our Patreon, me and you get to pick things every year going forward if we continue this thing. So my birthday is next Monday on the 26th of July. So I'm turning 30, but one of my favorite movies just turned 30. Point Break, Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze. So we recorded it today and we're releasing it on Monday for my birthday. You finally watched it. I did. Bruh. You have to listen to the show to find out whether I think it was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I would be heartbroken if you said Patrick Swayze and Keanu were in a terrible movie. Yeah. That just doesn't sound right. Uh, so that's coming out on the Patreon this week. We got another Was Next, where it's it's funny Big E won the Money in the Bank because we're in the middle of Big E's NXT title run in our retro NXT reviews. And it was a clash of the champions. Yeah, it was way before they did these USA-branded yeah. uh, NXT TV shows. Dusty uh, Rhodes presents. Clash of the Champions back in 2013 with Big E defending the championship against... Brad Maddox. Who? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Brad Maddox. I put my shirt on. Um, but also a little bit of a banger. Cesaro and Adrian Neville going at it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Sleeper hit, definitely. So uh, join our little weird book club. Watch whatever we talk about and join in because that match is actually sweet. So go check that out. And then in Up Yours, World Champ Patrons pick stuff and we talk about it. Well, friend of the show, Scrump is a world champ, and he has chosen a movie. I've never seen it, and we're going to talk about it this week. Watchmen. Yeah. I don't know what I'm getting into. I missed that boat. I just never... I haven't watched the yeah. movie. I haven't read the books. I know there's a naked blue man. There is a naked blue man. And I'm man. excited. <laughs> <laughs> naked blue man with a giant penis. Just is, blew myself. Is, is, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'm excited to talk to Scrump. Uh, about all that stuff. It's been a while since the three of us have done a show together, so I'm quite excited. Yeah, that'll be true. Uh, I'm going to ban the Chipotle talk. Though. No Chipotle uh, talk. We've got to. We've got to wrap what up. About, in time for what about? How do you feel so. about Brendan Fraser yeah. mummy? No, talk. I'm gonna. Yeah. Wait, no, you no already Brendan banned Chipotle. Fraser, no Chipotle. <laughs> what about Power Rangers? No, we're just getting to the bones of Watchmen. All right, it's like a three-hour movie or something. You two will have these tangents, and I'll be. Oh, we're only on the first scene. AEW starts in half an hour. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, we got to record that tomorrow. Yeah, so yeah. we, we got to be strict yeah. upon ourselves. Uh, go check all that out. And of course, all the stuff we did for Shark Week. Shark Week's officially over. It's come and gone. I hope you learned the misconceptions about sharks to treat them nicely. Mm. Uh, we learned a lot. We did. We learned 1-8 Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. But not LL Cool J. No. We learned that LL Cool J released a rap song about his hat being a shark's fin. Yes. Really good. Uh, you also rapped on that show. Yeah. Um, and then we also did a best match ever shark cage match, which was actually quite fun. You should definitely check that out. Some retro wrestling and then some Paul yeah, Ellery. Good mix, that one. A lot of Paul Ellery. Fucking Paul Is, is he coming back? I Wasn't hope so. he teasing a return the other day on Twitter? Is he? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I hope so. Not. Uh, so. <laughs> Your favorite. Yeah, he's my favorite. Uh, so, uh, all these shows, patreon.com slash up next, go check us out. Only five bucks North America tier gets you access. Uh, but Hey, join, if you're not, if you haven't tried us, try us August 1st, because not only do you get access for everything we've mentioned in the past catalog over like 325 shows or something like that, but everything coming in August. And we've mentioned the tailgate. We've mentioned the BDE games. 
We got so many great shows lined up for August as well. We'll be releasing the schedule on the socials in the next week. So go check us out. Give us a shot on August 1st if you have not for five bucks and join us. Or be a psycho fan and be a world champ like all those guys because uh, there's way too many. Well, I always love their picks. So yeah. Yeah, their picks more are pretty great. Picks, yeah. Wild patrons. Be Detroit's pick Juice mm. with Tupac. We got some Star Trek. There's some con. There's some crazy <laughs> shit coming. I'm telling you. Yeah, we can't wait. So. Uh, join there and join the Facebook group while you're at it because that group that group is quite wild and stuff. Uh, and no one no one really sent me any uh, shark facts though. But hey, did you? Never mind. <laughs> More to come next year. <laughs> More to come with shark facts next year. I don't know any other weeks that are happening, but let us know. Is there like a week in August? Like other do other animals get like weeks? Snake week? Oh no, no, we're not doing. That. We're not celebrating. No, you know what? Now I fucking hate mosquitoes. I think I think out. I love. I know I eat meat and stuff like that, but I think like all animals on this earth like have purpose and there's there's meaning behind them, and we shouldn't we shouldn't let extinct animals die and all this yada yada yada. I'm I'm a kind of a hippie. I can agree. I can admit. But where the fuck do mosquitoes like work in the world? Are they food for other things? Because there's flies spiders can eat. There's mm-hmm. all these mosquitoes don't do shit. And like, how do we, how do I? They're very dangerous. Exactly. They Fuck them. carry shit around. Like I ha- I'm covered in these things. So I do not it's like. It's when them. they as well fly into your ear. And that yeah. Hype it. <laughs> Bro. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Or like when you, like when you, sw- and then you, you, you find one on your arm. So you swat it. And then when you do, it explodes and there's blood all over yourself. You're like, well, is yeah. this my blood or someone else's? Yeah. You sicko. Get out of here. Mm. So I'm sorry about my little Ted talk on mosquitoes, but like. I am a nice person. I love all creatures, but mosquitoes. Well, tell fuck us, them. tell us when Mosquito Week is, and we'll no, learn, we'll learn about the misconceptions. No, is there like mosquitoes. horror movies about mosquitoes? I don't know. Did you know mosquitoes don't have any bones? <laughs> yeah, because they don't. I don't know. Fuck. I did go to that Bloodsuckers thing right. exhibit about like vampires and stuff, and mosquitoes were heavily featured because it's all about bloodsucker mm. creatures. They suck. Yeah. Fuck them. They do. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck mosquitoes. Sorry for being vulgar and stuff. But man, I'm, I'm just, everything's falling apart. Vince McMahon hates NXT and we do a show about NXT. Why do we even bother? Why do we bother? Should we bother though? No. Let's bother. Let's get into NXT. It's, I saw a meme today and it was NXT talking to Vince McMahon. You've taken everything from me. <laughs> and, and Vince McMahon replies... I don't, I don't even, even know, know who you, you are. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel yeah. right now. You know we've been high on NXT. How are we supposed to be like positive when you you see this and you're like, "Okay, well, like wait, but, but all right. But Jeff is uh, all right. Okay. I love Jeff Hardy. I'll continue. Jeff Holt, Jeff Jeff Hardy is for the culture. Let's talk about NXT from Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. We start off with Samoa Joe. He's very upset. Samoa Joe comes down to the ring with a microphone. And he says, tick-tock, tick-tock. Who's, guess who's come to smash your clock? And he's calling out Karrion Cross. He says, you took me out last week. I want you right now. I know you're coming. Where are you? William Regal comes out and says, Joe, you can't do this. Come on. You can't be fighting anybody. You were a ref. He attacked you as a ref, not as a like GM. So you can't use this. No, you said if I was provoked, I could, I could retaliate. And I was provoked. He put your hands, he put his hands on me. 
And Regal keeps saying to him, no. Uh, so Joe says, Cross needs to be put down. And you didn't even know about Cross's little raw trip, did you, Regal? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the only mention of Karrion Cross versus Jeff Hardy from Monday Night Raw, by the way. So instantly, I made a drink. <laughs> but I will continue. Uh, he says, to hell with this. If Cross is here, when he gets here, and Regal says, well, he's not here yet, but he is, in fact, on his way, well, hell will break loose. Regal says, do not fight him. There will be no violence. Please solve this problem peacefully, Joe says. It will not end peacefully. Someone tonight is going to sleep. So Joe's now going to camp out near the doors to wait for Cross to show up. Um, I... I really loved uh, Regal and Joe here. I think they're two of the best like actors, performers in the company. And uh, yeah, I, I'm buying into this. I'm buying into Joe's anger at this guy and his need to fight him. Uh, and Regal, it's been calm for a few weeks in NXT with Joe there. And now Joe's going to fuck it all up now. I can see why Regal's stressed out about it. The, the line about Raw... Um, it wasn't enough for me. No. Like, I feel uh, y- you could have done something like Regal. You didn't even know, know he sh- showed up somewhere else and he embarrassed us. He's embarrassing us. A mention like that, I think, would marry the two together yeah. a bit more. Um, at the end of the show, there is a little hint from Cross that he's going to be going off to other places as well. Um, but... Yeah, beyond that, I, I thought they could have mentioned the elephant in the room uh, kind of hit it a bit better. But yeah. forget all that. Uh, I thought this was good between Regal and Joe. Forgetting all that, Joe is great because Joe is really good at cutting promos. Yeah. He's an amazing promo. He's an amazing wrestler. And I can't wait to see this eventual match because it, it does have my interest. But why book this guy on a show to make him look like such a geek, then now he's the guy who's it's, our champion. It's, it's hard. It's hard to take it's him so seriously. Hard. And I had only just started taking him a bit more seriously. Exactly. After that Johnny match, after the uh, the that five-way and the Finn Balor match, he started to have matches where I've gone, okay, I'm, I'm getting it a bit more now. And... That's immediately taken away with what they did on Monday. I Yeah. I, I know, like, hey, this is a different show. Maybe Raw is not canon in this universe mm. of NXT, WWE. But no, like, come on. Like, that's that's so dumb. I don't know what the deal is with why. It, Jeff Hardy could have beat anyone the other night. And they was there was a specific reason why it was cross. And I'm not sure why. But as a fan watching this, we're all like, really? Like, even all the people who don't really uh, support cross are like, what? This guy's our champion. Like, even Kevin Owens showing up to fight John Cena when he was champ, that was big. That was huge. And they that got was a the huge cr- moment. Yeah. yeah. You, could, you could have made Cross a star by doing the opposite and killing Jeff Hardy. Yeah. And people would have been like, holy shit. But no, you had Jeff Hardy use the ropes in a roll-up schoolboy to pin him, the champion, when all I watch two hours of this show every week is about people who fight so hard to be this champion. So it's a fucking joke when I watch yeah. this. So, like, why should I watch this show is what you're telling me. As someone who's watched this show since 2013. Mm. Like, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. So Samoa Joe and William Regal, they're great. I'm going to pretend that all that didn't That's happen. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. I guess. Because, like, wow. Like, I already am like, yo, Cross, like, buzz off. Go to Raw. You'll be great. I, th- I literally think he could be a huge star on Raw. Because he has a style that works that way. I can't wait to see him tie it up with 
with McIntyre and Brock and who knows, Roman, anyone, anyone. But why do it that way when he's yeah, still... It's, it's bizarre. It's backwards. It feels, it feels with the whole uh, roster right now, maybe they just released a whole load of people. They're starting to hit the road and I think they know they need to freshen up um, the main roster. Yeah. And I think we're going to get a lot of talent going in but it feels like it's very last minute decisions because it i thought bronson reed moved up you know right and now suddenly he's he's back in nxt after losing the title suddenly when he was already in the middle of a different feud it all seemed very odd and it feels like with with him maybe it was uh yeah let's come up and then oh we've got keith lee coming back he's kind of taking that you know big athletic like big guy role. So maybe let's move you back down there. And the thing with cross, it's like, we're putting you up there, but actually we might keep you down here. We'll put you there. Yeah. It's, it's very odd right now. It just doesn't make sense as a fan. Like I, I want to get behind this guy who's supposed to be a killer and put out Joe last week. And then a few days later, he's getting pinned by Jeff and then like, ah, oh, Jeff, I'm going to beat you up. It's like, no, you, you, you won't. Cause this, this sucks. <laughs> like, mm. uh, so Jeff, I, I would have marked out if Jeff showed up here and yeah. got a match and not saying Jeff needs to be champ or whatever, but I also am saying just give it to Jeff. Really, just give it to Johnny last week and we wouldn't be complaining about any of this, but it's just so backwards that yeah, it's, it's really hard to, it's like watching one of your, your, your shows and I'm not someone who watches soap operas or Coronation Street or other, what, what did, episodic running EastEnders. yeah all these shows that have been going on for for years even like dramas and 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 shows just like when you watch something there's something in a series that you go ah could have done without breaking bad the stuff about the plane stuff eh, could have done without that but regardless great show nxt mm. right now it really hit a dive for me when this is all going down and of course they didn't mention the jeff hardy thing but like Come on, like, how, how, why do they treat us like we're so stupid when we're so invested into this stuff? And the and and everyone else tonight's like, I can't wait to fight to be champion one day. It's like, why? So Jeff can beat you in two minutes on <laughs> Raw? That's what you want? It's just like it's so backwards. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not I'm not one to like bitch about stuff like that, but it definitely is like a bit of a weird thing. And I can't wait to hear in a few weeks from who knows what about. Hey, this comes out about. Oh, well, they don't feel strong about NXT anymore or whatever yeah. and all that. But I, I don't care. The show has been so strong lately. It honestly has. It has. And, and that's what's so frustrating is it really has stopped a bit of momentum. I feel NXT has been having. Because and we then, know, we, we know, I'm sorry, but we know a lot of people who, who shit on NXT, but they, then they go, I don't know who these people are. It's like, well, you're, you're saying that the show's bad. Yeah, but I don't watch it. Mm. Okay. Well, if you're not watching it, how can you say it's bad? Because you're not watching the matches. I like a lot of matches in my wrestling. The good match quality and all that stuff. So NXT has been delivering that with all the the other stuff. With the random ciphers and, and all these promos and stuff. Like th Everything's been great. Even with this champion. I'm I was complaining about how I want Johnny to win so bad. That's because they got me hooked on a story. They mm. did a great job of doing it. But then they just completely just went and fuck all that. Essentially. I don't know. It's weird. But it, is it NXT's fault? Like... <laughs> Guess not. I don't know. The people running NXT, it feels like there are people above them who are just, hey, we want this guy now. This is what's happening. Fuck your stories. Yeah. Like, I, it feels like they're trying their best with what they can do. It's, it's frustrating. 
Yeah, I guess so. And I'm trying to like overlook it, but it's like, really? Like, all right. Well, I guess I can look forward to the main event tonight, mm-hmm. which has nothing to do with Karrion Cross and his title, but Raquel Gonzalez and her NXT women's title. Zia Lee is her opponent, the challenger, has an insert promo here for the match later, and it has some translations where she says, this is the most important match of her career. She will be the new champion, and she plans on doing the same thing that she did to Mercedes Martinez, and she will make history as the first ever Chinese NXT Women's Champion tonight. So Zia Lee, Team Zia. I was thinking, um, and maybe someone in the Twitch room can can answer but she says first chinese nxt women's champion wouldn't she be the first just chinese champion in wwe in wwe or nxt or yeah yeah i um i can't i I can't think of anyone did ho ho loon win any titles (laughs) i don't think so no i don't think so he won our hearts he did win our hearts but he didn't win any titles no yeah god bless ho ho loon um yeah, I I don't think so. Yeah. But she did specifically say NXT win. But I was thinking NXT. But if, if that's a thing, that's like a way bigger thing to brag about. Yeah, 100%. I'm the first Chinese champion in WWE. That would definitely be really yeah. cool. But Please fact check us. I love these subtitled videos. Um, I I think it's great. They, they've done the same with Io Shirai. Um, I think it makes the performer feel a lot more comfortable with their performing when they can do it in their uh, native tongue. And, um, yeah, I, I like this video here. Yeah, the can't wait for the match later. We go to our kind of opening match, which is a tag team match. The Diamond Mine, meaning Roderick Strong and Tyler Rust, going up against the team of Kushida, the Cruiserweight champ, and his partner, Bobby Fish. Yeah, that's right. So Roddy and Fish, no longer pals. They got their own thing going on. And, well, Roddy's got the Diamond Mind, and they've, they beat up Kushida, so they beat up Fish now. It's a tag team match. Uh, there's kind of some chaos here early on. Uh, Malcolm Bivens is watching on as their, their manager. Uh, Kushida beats down on, on Rust, but then they're tagging in and out, tagging, beating down on Kushida. Roddy hits his backbreaker, of course. There's Rust hitting it belly to belly. Uh, there's then roundhouse kicks to the chest from Bobby as he makes a hot tag. There's some knee strikes. Uh, there's... Another backbreaker from Roddy, but this time onto the apron. You know he loves those backbreakers. We go to a break. It cuts to when we come back, Malcolm Bivens just smiling. He's having a good time while his boys are fighting. Fish fights back out of a double team, and then he gets dropped by some knees by Strong. There's Rust hitting like uh, a psych out and, and then hits one of them, but Kushida gains control and hits his like all his signature moves like the cartwheel drop kick and sorts the arm breakers uh there's ankle locks and crazy transition rust hits that like moonlight drive spinning neck breaker yep. thing on kushida but kushida gets out of it eventually locks in the hoverboard and tyler rust of the new stable the diamond mind yeah he mind. taps it diamond mine <laughs> whatever taps out <laughs> so kushida the champ gains the victory over the diamond mines like first big team match, but yeah, yeah. I um, I'm excited for Roddy Kushida, which feels it seems like the match they're building to for the cruiserweight title. I think that will be excellent. Uh, after a few weeks of this Diamond Mine thing, now I'm not sure it's working. Um, that they're doing this whole kind of Malcolm Bivens is holding his cards to his chest and. 
it's a need to know basis what Diamond Mine is and how they're operating. And for me, going immediately into a program with Bobby Fish, I, I need to know a bit more. Like, I don't really know why these guys don't like each other, you know? And for a, a big stable, like a main event stable, where these four guys were right at the top, to then have a feud where they're feuding, but I don't really know why. Kyle and Adam hate each other, but why, why, why are we fighting? I needed a bit more, and it didn't feel like a big moment when Bobby and Roddy are actually going at it at all. Like, the, the match was technically fine, but I just don't think the the story's working and may, maybe it is time for Bivens to kind of cut a bit of a promo or Roddy to talk a bit more openly about why he's doing this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the match had some cool stuff yeah. in it. All four guys are really good workers. So I, I definitely, there was some great back and forth technical wrestling, but I'm kind of on the same page. It's like, yeah, you're going to go to strong and Kushida. So you have them beat this team. You beat, Bobby and then you kind of go into maybe Bobby talks and explains what mm. the beef is but it just beating them right away it's like okay well you're trying to get these guys a little some momentum and it definitely like I don't I, I, if you're not doing any sort of story there why have Bobby in this role I feel just have someone else as Kushida's tag partner for this thing it is cool to see Bobby, Bobby and Kushida as a team yeah it's sweet to see them team up that's definitely cool but yeah I, I, I thought the match was fun but I guess as long as we're getting strong Kushida, maybe at TakeOver, potentially, mm. then yeah, let's go. And I think with it's, it's strange having Diamond Mine lose so early, but it does feel Tyler Rust is still, uh, what did they say last week? It was like the star, the trainee and the trainer or something like that. So they're definitely positioning um, uh, Tyler Rust as kind of the, the one figuring it all out. So it's going to be taking the pins. Maybe they'll get Bobby to join or other people to join, kick out people. I don't know. Mm. It, but losing already is like, ah, God. it's like yeah. when the, the pinnacle, it's like they keep lo- They kept losing it for a while. It's like, yeah. well, 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 like, all right, but you know, when, when am I going to take you seriously? Yeah, yeah. When are you good then? I don't <laughs> back it up. So Russ taps out a little confusing, but overall fun match. We go to Cameron Grimes and LA Knight. Yeah. He shows up. He's in a hot car. He's with Grimes. And he tells Grimes to get all his bags, and there's tons of bags, but Grimes is dressed in the butler fit. He's looking fresh. He's grabbing all these bags, and Drake Maverick comes on over in the parking lot. This is during the day. And he's like, oh, you dropped some bags. Let me help you there, mate. And Grimes is like, oh, thank you very much. And Ellie Knight's like, uh-uh, what are you doing? This is his job. Don't help him. Stop it. So Drake takes some offense to that, and L.A. Knight basically says, me and you are going to settle this. We're going to have a little bit of a match tonight. Drake Maverick, L.A. Knight, one-on-one tonight. And uh, Grimes is going to carry all these bags. That's a lot of bags. There's How much nothing you- in these bags. Yeah, there wasn't anything. <laughs> in these yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, what a way. I'm enjoying these skits. Uh, I-, I like Cameron Grimes always trying to get one up on uh, L.A. Knight by just being happy about the stuff he's being asked to do. And um, even the line they're arguing over, um, it's like, oh, you said, why you insist on using the GPS? I knew which way we're going. He's like, well, if we just use my Rolls Royce, we'd be here way quicker. Mm. Just still like all these little digs from Grimes is quite fun. Um, yeah. And the set up for a match later. I, this was fine. This was good. Drake's just wandering around. Looking for Dane. <laughs> Dane, where are you? I want to see... A little like 
they could make a, like a YouTube thing of Drake teaching Killian Dane how to cut a crying promo about being released. <laughs> I I like Dane's tweet about Nikki Cross this week about how like she worked hard and stuff. That was a good that was a good man thing to do. Mm. I like that tweet. Good man that Killian Dane. Uh, maybe he'll show up somewhere. I think Impact's a good fit for him. Yeah, I can see that. Team with Eric Young. Sure, why not? Fuck it. Yeah, do it. Isn't there another one of those guys over there? Insanity? Where were their names? There's there's Madman Fulton. Madman Insanity Workout Fulton. And uh, yeah, Eric Young's essentially got his own sanity. Insanity. Oh, Sanity was their name. Yeah, right, right. but he's got Violent by Design with... Who? Dina. Oh, um, fuck yeah, Joe Dina. Doring and Rhino. <laughs> Yo, that sounds lit, bro. That sounds sick. It's terrible. No, it sounds good. I love those guys. We go. You'd have liked Joe Doring's fit on Saturday. I didn't see it. He had like Ted Mosby red cowboy boots. Oh, I love it. And a dead wolf on his head. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh damn. I love it though. It's mm. quite nice. What was Diener wearing? He's a Canadian boy. London, um, Ontario, I think. Just like leather, probably. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> we have a commercial for TakeOver 36. Uh, we've already predicted one match, but maybe later we'll give some predictions for that. But TakeOver 36 will be happening this Sunday, we mentioned, August 22nd. We get a little video for Odyssey Jones, someone who is in the breakout tournament, and uh, he says he's going to win this thing. It was kind of quick, um, but uh, I'm interested in seeing his match. We talked a lot about him last week, just from his video. He, what did I refer to him Motherfucker as? Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy is great. Uh, we get a video of Joe... He's just waiting by the door to the parking lot of the CWC inside, just pacing like a dog, waiting for Karrion Cross. He's just huffing. He's just walking back and forth, just pacing, waiting for this Karrion Cross. He's just so angry. When he gets here, why I ought to show that cross. He's getting worked up. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I think he's a little overdramatic here. I, think you could I like how he wore his T-shirt today because he knew he was going to get rough and ready yeah was it the he provoke me suit. they have a new one that says provoke me yeah. wear that in i think public. it was that one no it was, was it something not? else uh, it was like should have worn his poncho choke me there. or something poncho oh, yeah. <laughs> cross <laughs> i'm ready for the stormy weather uh we go to frankie monet who's got a match going up against i could be wrong jc jane J.C. Jane, yeah. J.C. Jane, uh, yeah. one of the newcomers here in, in NXT. Uh, J- Frankie gained some offense, but J.C. tries to get some in here. There's an Enzigiri sending Frankie down, but she comes back and gets like sort of like the Meteora, the double knees in the corner on J.C. Uh, but J.C. comes back with the neckbreaker you love, the one where you jump behind the guy and then like jump or the gal and mm. drop down and hit the neckbreaker for a near fall. But Frankie gains control, hits the implant buster. It was over pretty quickly uh now tell me if i'm wrong but this was a where's waldo of who's who here uh there was what the robert stone brand there was um uh, jesse had Fra- uh, frankie monet came out with jesse kamea yeah um and then mandy rose during the match was just like chilling laying on the oh. on the table scouting damn uh yeah and they're going i don't know if she's scouting potential positions or people she wants to represent or well, what's going on here? She just likes laying on tables. And JC Jane was playing to her at points like she'd be doing a move and would like look over to Mandy trying to impress. Interesting. Um, but yeah, what do you think of this? It was a quick match. I didn't think much. Yeah. Um, Frankie Monet's not really been impressing me 
in the ring. I think she looks a little slow. Um, she keeps doing that like knee slide thing where she'll run away from the opponent, slide on her knee, and then run towards them for a, an elbow drop or whatever. And it just looks clumsy. Um, I I think she's a good performer, and I think um, having her maybe in more of a speaking managerial role would be great, but I can't say her ring work's really impressed me so far. Yeah, like I've seen her stuff over the years in all other promotions, and like she's done some cool stuff, mm. but I can't say I've been impressed with what she's done in NXT. But her dog is great. Yeah, but the dog wasn't even there, was it? Exactly. Yeah. So that's already not good. Mm. No dog? Come on. No I can't wolf? see like I no can't part. see her mixing up at, in the main event. Like not with the way I've seen her perform so far. Yeah. Um, no, not at all. Yeah. We go to Johnny and Austin Theory. Johnny Gargano Theory asks, How you how you doing, Johnny? Papa John. He says, I've been better. Theory says, yeah, I know what you mean. I haven't slept in weeks. Well, it doesn't matter if you sleep. That's a different issue because the issue only happened last week. But yeah. Uh, and Kyle walks in. Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle says, Theory, I've heard what you said about some things. Because Theory's kind of just been bumping into people, saying some things. Running just, his mouth. Yeah, starting some shit with just everyone. And Kyle says he's heard this. So he calls him a bonehead and says, uh, hey, why don't, why don't me and you meet in the ring? I'm in a fighting mood. And why don't we square off tonight? You are thick, Theory. So I'm challenging you. Theory says you're on. And Papa John says, you know what, Austin? You're on your own tonight. So Theory's going to take on Kyle one-on-one. I like this transition into more of a baby face, but still the the kind of uh, obnoxious family dynamic they've been doing uh johnny gargano was a lot more toned down here the comedy was still there he was definitely playing the dad um but was being genuine he was giving advice he was saying no you know you got yourself into this mess you're gonna get yourself out of it just like me last week i i was running my mouth and i got murdered last week so uh i like this it's working and um it was. It added a nice dynamic to the match later because you've now got the crowd looking at Theory in more of the light of a baby face, which made him sympathetic when Kyle is eventually going to snap. True. Uh, I, I want to see Johnny wrestling the, the baby face mm. the way coming, and I'm sure it is, but uh, some tension possibly. We get a commercial for SummerSlam weekend. It's up. It's up and it's up. Even though I saw Nicki Minaj is a big fan of Sasha Banks. So there's going to be some drama. Cardi yeah. B, Nikki. She's pregnant. Who? Cardi B. Oh, right. Yeah. So she can't be at SummerSlam. She can't be doing SummerSlam. She can't have a match with Nikki? That's what they need to book. Nikki versus Cardi. It's next year's SummerSlam or WrestleMania. Nikki Minaj? Nikki versus Cardi. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Sasha in one of their corners. Like, I guess Nikki because she supports. But yeah. Hmm. Uh, speaking of like fantasy booking and, and Sasha Banks, I mean, TakeOver 36, are they going to do what we've been talking about? Sasha Banks, Miko Satamora, UK no, title? I don't think do so. Do it, cowards. That would be great. Who I'd else love is that. I'd love Nico. that. I can't see them. Yeah, we just it. saw Karrion Cross lose to Jeff Hardy in a minute 30. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure Sasha would love to. Um, You're right. Why do I even care about this show? <laughs> I think we're getting Sasha Bian- uh, Bianca again. Sasha Bianca? I think so. At SummerSlam. Okay. I mean, yeah, I love the first one. So I one. can't 
Sasha Banks is that that's a huge stadium unless she does double duty, but I can't really see that happening. Um, I think it's a, a bit of a dream. They're I'd also love to see it though. Yeah, I'm. I also saw a commercial for Rolling Loud. So is SmackDown at this show or like? Yes, they're taping that's it on or, Friday. That's crazy. Um, they having some matches there and some in the arena. Yeah, so it's Bianca versus Carmella. Yeah, at Rolling Loud. Yeah. What the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> Do you know what that is? It's a festival, like yeah, a like Miami like, thing, right? Like hip hop and yeah. and stuff. So like I don't know, like trap artists and uh, like. I'm seeing, I don't know, Post Malone. I don't know who's supposed to be there, but that sounds like it could be. So they send him Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah, I get the crowd real hyped up. <laughs> it's interesting because I, I, I notice like hip hop still has a huge crossover into wrestling. Mm. Like J, I, I was just listening to a new J. Cole song and he drops, uh, I'm sharp, sharp shooting like Bret Hart. I'm like, all these rappers are talking about wrestling. So it is really sweet that they're doing it, but I'm like, all right, but like, will people give a fuck if they're there to watch? It's going to be weird. It's going to be yeah. very odd because it's going to be a crowd who don't necessarily know the usual chance and how, how you're kind of meant to be at a wrestling show. I don't know. You're going to have a lot of people who aren't there to see wrestling, obviously. Um, I, I'm curious to see it. Oh, 100%. That sounds WWE awesome. WWE don't really do things like this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that, that's WCW always did the stuff like on the beaches and at the pools and things. Right. Sure, it's not the whole show, but it's different for WWE. So I, I am curious to see. It's weird because the whole retro thing, people love retro stuff and retro attitude era stuff is so popular. And again, that crossover with like hip hop, you see all these rappers wearing like wrestling shirts, the mm. attitude era stuff. It's like, it's super popular. So I, I do hope it goes over pretty well because that does definitely spark my attention. Uh, and I can't, I want to see crossovers with rappers. I know Lil Uzi Vert was like training with the Nightmare Factory and stuff. So like, when is he coming? To, when is he taking? Although they, there's a big, there's big shoes to fill. He'll, Bad, be, in, he'll be in QT's thing. Factory. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. But like Bad Bunny's done a destroyer. So rappers are fucked if they can't do destroyers or yeah. like double moons or something. But like Uzi or Travis Scott jumping off stuff could try to do double moons for sure but yeah i'm excited or they could just go like the pizza cutter route oh damn that would be someone like uh like a west side gun he definitely try to shank someone with a pizza cutter i'm mm -hmm. trying to think of some hardcore like like tough guys yeah. you know that's kind of not the thing in hip-hop anymore if you shoot someone in the foot you get canceled <laughs> In hip hop these days, yeah. don't, don't shoot people. Rightfully, in the foot. rightfully yeah. so. Yeah, you shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't shoot people in the foot. You shouldn't shoot someone yeah. in the foot. Yeah, sorry, I'm going off on them. Yeah, yeah. where well, were we? <laughs> uh, we were talking about how NXT is going to invade sci-fi. Oh yes. What's the deal with that? Uh, the next two weeks, uh, the shows will be taped and on sci-fi. So I expect high-quality shows for the we're next get two weeks. The zombie. Oh, Sandman. No way. That was ECW on Sci-Fi. We're gonna get just the same show. We I hope we get Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so they're taping these what tomorrow? I think or this I think week? so. Yeah. So yeah, some tape shows, but I guess it really doesn't affect. They're taped. Whatever. We've watched taped NXT for we have years. For years. It doesn't bother us anymore. I don't read ahead. Mm. Oh no, is that going to be a thing again? It might be a thing. Bring it back. I'm not going to read ahead though. So like, no spoilers. You know? I might. <laughs> We go to Wade Barrett with Bronson Reed in a spiffy leather jacket. 
Wade said, hey, how was losing? Has it affected you? And he's like, yeah, it has. I knew you'd ask me that. Uh, it has affected me big time. Losing the North American title to Swerve. <sighs> the title was a big moment for me and my friends and my family and my wife. He really loves his wife. He's like Chance the Rapper of wrestling. He says, I've loved my wife. And for 14 years, I've scratched and clawed and I got that title. And then I'm no longer champ. I need to push forward. I need to fight harder than ever. And Wade says, well, you might just do that because next week you have to fight harder than ever in a match against Adam Cole. And Bronson Reed says he's ready. So Reed versus Cole next week. Should be good. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Kind of covered earlier, just a bit confusing with Reed. Um, But a match with Cole should be great. We go to our next match, which is Kyle O'Reilly versus Austin Theory. Kyle comes out. Yes, his theme is growing on me, definitely. But they've definitely altered it. I think so, yeah. Uh, Austin Theory's got a new theme. Oh, it it was great. It's like the way, but mixed in with his own like hip-hop beat thing that he's got. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, pretty sweet. Uh, He comes out, uh, so with his X-Men, the way-inspired gear, Kyle O'Reilly and Austin tie it up here. Uh, Kyle keeps getting the best of him when it comes to technical wrestling and then psychs him out and kind of paintbrushes his face. They go to commercial. When we come back, Theory hits a forearm and then the rolling thunder into a neck breaker. Kind of similar to that one I was talking about earlier where you jump up and grab the guy's neck and bam. Uh, there's then he goes for it again through the ropes like a slingshot, but Kyle scouts it and counters it into the heel hook. But Theory eventually gets to the ropes. There's then a stomp by Theory. Kyle then slaps him and starts to kick the shit out of him. Mm. Literally just unloading here with like all these kicks. Uh, there's then Kyle with the butterfly suplex, but lifts it and then sits out like a butterfly suplex into a falcon arrow into a cross arm breaker. Uh, chef's kiss. Because, wow, what a thing of beauty. This guy, Kyle, knows what he's doing. A machine. He then transitions from that into an ankle lock. Uh, and this then, transition was lovely Like, as what? Well. This guy's so nuts. Smooth. Dude, what? And then and then when, when Theory gets out of the ankle lock by grabbing the ropes, Kyle just lets go and then drops a flying knee to the dude's arm for no reason whatsoever. Damn, Kyle's a monster. Theory does come back, though. Hits the torture rack bomb for a near fall. Uh, what I call the Sushi Garoshi, kind of similar to the Kenny Omega style knee backbreaker. Yeah, it looks cool. Kyle kicks out and then beats the hell out of him again. There's a drop kick off the top rope attempt, but it's countered. Heel hook. Theory is screaming like a dog and taps out. Kyle wins the match and then looks kind of at the camera. And you can hear him ever so slightly saying, where are you, Cole? So he's clearly got some things going on in his head. Rent free is Adam Cole, but... Uh, great match from Kyle in theory. I thought this was really good, and I think it achieved quite a few things. Not only was it just an entertaining wrestling match that these two had, uh, for me it cemented theory as a babyface. He was very sympathetic in this match when Kyle was absolutely destroying him. Um, Kyle, it's now given him the edge he needs. The story is... He beat Cole in an unsanctioned match. But when it came to an actual wrestling match, he didn't have the killer instinct to put Cole away. And this was the match with Kyle turning it up that extra gear where he went into his usual kind of axe and smash. And just he was doing it at a higher pace than usual to show that he's now this killer and he's got this edge. But it may both come out of this match as baby faces, but Kyle has definitely had a character turn here and he's now got that 
uh, killer instinct. He's he flipped the switch. He has. Um, I, I thought this was really good. Yeah, honestly, this was a solid match. Kyler Riley has been killing it with the in-ring work for me. And that's what I've been saying. NXT has been on a roll because Kyler Riley every week is having bangers. Mm. And Austin Theory is definitely a star on the rise, we've been saying, for quite a while. And he can be the guy you throw in a match that kind of can save a show for a little while. I, I thought this was pretty good. Uh, there was some cool stuff. But Austin Theory is pretty upset that he lost this match. And no Johnny there to console him. Yeah. So more on that later. I think Johnny's trying to let Austin like spread his wings and fly. I hope. You know? We'll see. Maybe. Uh, I did love that butterfly into the like cross arm breaker. It's like Very crazy. Nice. Like Kyle versus Kurt would be crazy. I know everyone talks about Brett versus Kurt. But like yeah. Brett, dream matches in video games has got to be Kyle versus Kurt. Kyle and Kurt. Yeah. Ultimate cool submission. Kyle versus mean, mean cool Kurt. Crazy Kurt. Crazy Kurt. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a different wrestler. That's a totally different person. We talk. We go to Mackenzie Mitchell, who's with the NXT Women's Champ Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. And Raquel says, "Everybody's saying what if? Well, what if Ember hit me with the Eclipse? Well, what if it doesn't matter because I won? And what happens if Z- what if Zaylee beats me? Well, that won't happen." She says, "Buenas noches." After tonight, after Zaya, after I beat her. No one is there. Nobody will be next because there's nobody left. And as she says this, Dakota Kai makes this ever so slight look over at her like, hmm, nobody. Isn't she great? Like, it's so subtle that you, uh, I didn't pick up on it this week, but I think there was something similar a, a week or two ago where I was looking and going, I'm sure Dakota did a little look there. Yeah, It's very subtle and it's, it's not being picked up by commentary or anything like that, but it's definitely being planted. The seeds there for this eventual turn between the two, that Dakota feels disrespected, that she's never been given a shot, and the fact that Raquel doesn't even consider her as potential competition in the division. Um, yeah, I, 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 and I think both of their promos are pretty strong now. At this point. Yeah, Raquel sounded great. And it was definitely that little look when she said, after Zaya, nobody's left. I've beaten everyone. And Z- Dakota kind of like, well, yeah. actually. Uh, and that's the story we want. And now announcing a takeover, there's only one slot for that big matchup. It's got to be Dakota. Yeah, I, I, think. I think so. Uh, because you know what I always say. Dakota Kai gets me high. Oh, boy. And I'm all team kick. Dakota Kai's got to beat her. She, they got to go forward with it. Raquel it. go to the main roster, okay. and Dakota can run NXT. And then eventually have that match with Shayna Baszler down the line. But we can talk about that later. She needs that rematch still. Dakota, yeah. She needs to yeah. beat Shayna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Uh, so we go, we, we've had a cipher recently, a hip-hop cipher on NXT. But are you ready for a mariachi madness musical? Wow. I was pretty excited, and I was a little let down that they didn't really go through with it. But mariachi music. On NXT, Legado del Fantasma, Santos, uh, Escobar, and he's there with his boys, McKean, Wild, and Raul Mendoza. And he's got some mariachi guys in like their wrestling masks with the guitars. And he says, this is the best music in the world, mariachi music. Uh, I will say, I do love my my hip hop, my trap and all that, but um, it's not quite mariachi, but I am a huge fan of Tito Puentes. He is fantastic. Okay. Highly recommend. 
Uh, so when he goes off on his Santos goes off on Mexican music, has the heritage and it's the best and stuff. I'm like, dude, you might not be wrong because there is some fucking fire. One of my favorite mariachi band yeah. moments in wrestling. We'll do a best match ever on it one day. Yeah. Best mariachi ever. The Chavo is, Punk. No, it's the of uh, Lucha Underground Iron Man match okay. between Prince Puma, Ricochet, yeah. and John Morrison. Right. Mundo. Yeah, I've and seen they've that. They've just had their little feud. Yeah, that match is sick. And John Morrison goes like 4-0 up yeah. super early. <laughs> So as it goes to break, he just goes over to the mariachi band and gets them to play and starts singing along with them. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Good mariachi moment. What other mariachi moments? Other than Punk and Chavo and ECW on sci-fi. Brock as well. Brock. Oh, with the hat. Yeah. With Eddie. Yeah. Fuck. I guess that would be it. And this. But we didn't get a performance. that was the show. We gave it to you for free. Five stars. Yeah. So they... They're talking about this, and then he he says, you know what, guys, I don't even want you to play. So he sends off his musicians, his guitar players, uh, away. So I guess we won't be hearing La Bamba tonight. Um, so he, he says, what, what was the deal with that hit row thing? That hit row thing. They come out here, vomit a few lines, embarrass themselves, embarrass their friends with all their styles. I'm the true, real champion, Mero Mero, and Q hit row as they come out on the entrance here uh so hit row comes out and um ashanti the adonis is like what are you doing why y'all talking spicy why y'all acting spicy Uh, i will say we've we've loved anthony adonis's uh fit lately and last week ashanti ashanti the adonis yeah, yeah sorry he he's been rocking this fanny pack so uh, I told you I kind of went to like a like a music festival camping kind of rave in the forest kind of mm-hmm. thing for the weekend. I bought a glow glowy silver fanny pack just like Ashanti. I wore it for three days and I'll probably never wear it again. But it was a good time. Yeah. What do you think of the fanny pack in style? It can work. We've. I we've, mean, I would say like Seth and uh, John Morrison have been arguing o- over who's got the best drip. Yeah. I feel like you don't shout it about if you know it. Right. You know? Yeah. Definitely. And Ashanti here. Uh, he's he's low key, yeah. And Escobar, oh, a, a, Escobar. Lot, a lot of these guys. Escobar, actually. a lot of guys in AW look real clean, and we talk about yeah. that on on BD Elite. But Santos is probably the best in WWE, and Shanti's coming. Like he's, he's got there. He, he's he makes some he makes some brave choices, makes choices, but it but, works. Yeah, and I'm not canceling out the fanny pack return. I think it's I think it's in. He wears it. Did he wear it like? Over I wore it. I, yeah. I put. I put like all my my spliffs, all my glow sticks, everything in my. It was great. You get. You need a piece of gum. It's right there. I've got one as well. I got a silver Orange. glowy one though. It looks nice. like uh, Back to the Future Two. The cap Marty McFly okay. wears the glowy silver. Looks like that, but it's a fanny pack, and mm. then I put glow sticks all over it. It was a fun time. I felt like Ashanti the Adonis <laughs> the whole time. Uh, Ashanti looks great here, and he says, you're talking spicy, spicy with the mariachi. Your music's trash. Uh, then Top Dalla, uh says that um, Santos is their daddy. That Santos is Legado del Fantasma daddy, and you probably call him Paparico, says BFAB. Check it. Top Dalla, That was BFAB, sorry. Sa- Top Dalla says, Escobar, like Santo... Well, I'm Escobar like Pablo. Then Hujara, then Top Dollar. Nada, nada. Stacked on top is a 6'8", and I'm bigger than y'all when I was in sixth grade. And he continues to spit some bars. Uh, so then Swerve mentions that <laughs> Swerve has some lines. And, you know, we've covered the show week to week, so we kind of know everything 
including the time there was kidnappings yes. in the parking lot. Well, Swerve brings it up here when he says, I ain't never seen kids returned in the parking lot right back. Meaning like, <laughs> yo, you were kidnapping people. Yeah. So right away, he had me here with that. Uh, and they talk about family is everything, right? Fruits of fan- phantasma labor. Fan- phantasma? Yeah. Phantasma labor. Uh, and something, something, Santo's my bitch. Uh, I, I thought this was pretty he funny. He brings up, um, he brings up the fact that they feuded in 2020 over the Cruiserweight Championship. And the only reason, uh, Swerve never got the gold was because he had Legado. He cheated. So he's like, now, well, I've got my family right. too. Uh, so things are going to be different this time. Yeah. Um, I'm, I actually thought the, uh, Legado, uh, teasing, this mariachi madness thing and not delivering was great. Um, when I saw this advertiser, I was kind of excited for it. We saw the cipher the other week and I go, oh, this is the reply. I'm interested. Yeah. But my criticism of Legado last week and the last couple of weeks are they've become a bit too cartoonish and lost their cool. And I think this showing a more serious Santos like, yeah, no, we're not doing this, this shit. Um, I think it worked for them, but still, Hit Row came out and absolutely destroyed them. Uh, line, line, thanks, Sino, for reminding me. Because my spell check wrote uh, something completely I see, Kato. When Top Dollar said, Legato, I smell Gato, which means cat. Uh, work it out. Uh, so, yeah, th- this was this was sweet. Uh, I love, I, they look like a complete unit here, first of all. They all sound fantastic as well. Yeah. Like, Ashanti off the bat was yeah. great. And then, Fat, yeah, all, all four well, can really talk. Uh, it's not over because Santo says enough with these silly nursery rhymes. Uh, I'm going to take that North American title away from you. And when I do, I'm taking the title back to Mexico and it's time for action. So Hit Row jump the ring and Top Dalla and Ashanti take on Wild and Mendoza. And they start to brawl, which leaves Swerve and Santos in the ring alone. And these guys start to go at it one-on-one. And then there's a guitar shot attempt, but it's blocked. B-Fab takes it, gives it to Swerve. He goes for it, but Santos dips out, leaving Joaquin Wilde alone in the ring. They all circle him. They psych him out. And then Swerve busts the guitar like Double J over the back of Joaquin Wilde. Ending the segment. Poor Joaquin. Ah, poor Joaquin. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I can't wait for the match. I I think the match is going to be excellent. Between Swerve and and Santos, they're both completely different to how they were. Well, Swerve especially has, is very different from their last feud. Um, and I'm looking forward to kind of the the six man tags and and that kind of thing too. Does yeah. does uh, Legado needs a, a lady now? Right. Who could it to be? Join them. Who could uh, who could be their their help? Because Bfab's the the odd like the extra number. Yeah. There. They need someone to. Uh, Sino in the chat says Selena de la Renta, who he's been saying from a while okay. from MLW, but, uh, I know he's been saying that on Shot in the Dark. Yes. So this is the time where I say, listen to Shot in the Dark. New C- Shot in the Dark coming out tomorrow on this very feed. On this feed, 15 minutes of your time, you can get filled in of all the wrestling you don't watch because John Sino watches it for you. 15 minutes or less. You could have, you could make a coffee and it won't be ready yet by the time you finish the show. If you listen on a fast speed. Absolutely, yeah. If you want. Yeah, to. 1.5. You could do this in <sighs> Done. eight minutes or something. Yeah. You're listening to this right now on 1.5, aren't <laughs> you, you little bastard? Yeah, yeah, I know. We're 
we're talking really fast. So if I talk like this really fast, <laughs> it sounds really funny, doesn't it? If I slow down, you motherfucker. I know you a 1.5ers. If you're a two point, I can't do it. If you're a two point, you're a weirdo. Yeah. Two point, you're not even listening to what I'm saying. Like, you just operate you? at a higher level, I guess. Yeah. You, I guess. You're quicker. We're just too slow. Yeah, I'm definitely, mm. definitely too slow. We go to the way. Oh, sorry. Well, backtracking a sec there. We got carried away about talking about podcast speeds. Um, takeover prediction. Swerve versus Santos. Absolutely. You know, Shawn Michaels are going to come out here and be like, huh, if I see this correctly, it looks like y'all need a ladder in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like it could be. Um no, that surely Santos just had a ladder match. Please, please no ladder match. Please don't match. do a ladder match. Yeah. How about Santos versus Swerve? Yeah. With Legado del Fantasma in a shark cage. Uh, no. No? No, no. Just put... He comes out with the mariachi and Swerve comes out with the hit row. Like music. Both, respectively. Okay. And big do a big, big battle if... If Swerve, win- if Swerve wins, he wins this for USA. And if Santos wins, he's taking it to Mexico and he's putting it in his fridge. Yeah. That's it. That's what's going to happen. Takeover 36. So we go to the way backstage. Johnny, Candice, Austin, and Indy. And Johnny says, calm down, everyone. Calm down. Candice says, I don't even know what's happened. What has happened? What's going on? First, we lose the titles. And then you, you, Johnny, you couldn't be crossing. Yeah, I know what happened, says Johnny. Don't remind me. Theory said, theory, Candace says, you go and start fights you can't even finish, people you can't even beat. And Indy, Indy says, you're just too hard on us. And, and says that if, (laughs) Indy says, Candace and Johnny, you're too hard on us. I mean, it's kind of the parent dynamic. It's definitely modern family, Goldbergs or whatever. Indy says, you're too hard on us. If Austin wants to kiss Dexter, then let him kiss Dexter. <laughs> and Austin's like, what? What are you talking about? Wait, what? Uh, and Candace says, I, I, I'm calling a therapist. That's it. And theory, while all this is happening, Johnny's like, no, you don't call a therapist. I'll call the member that therapist. Yeah. They're all arguing. Theory just ever so subtly picks up his bag and walks off. So is this theory leaving the way? Um, is it theory leaving NXT? Oh, he he recorded a a match with um, David Boy Smith Jr. Didn't he? What recently? Like in a tag match? No, I have no. I didn't even hear about this. this. No. no, I think yeah, I think he's someone. Let me check. Cino's going to fact check us very quickly. Yeah, I'm glad he's um, here and not at the bar. But yeah, I I don't know. I think the way he's been working, the way things have been recently, with just random people going up. Uh, if they have had a look at him, maybe it is. Theory uh, leaving oh. NXT. Here I am praising on a great match he had. So, hey, good for... I mean, he was on, like, WrestleMania, wasn't he? During the pandemic? He was, yeah. Yeah, weird. Um, yeah. That, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, Theory and Harry Smith teamed up. What? Yeah. Crazy. So, Davey Boy Smith. Yeah. Junior. Hart that's Smith. It. Yeah. Wow. I thought he was in New Japan and stuff. Uh, clearly not. Guess so. Um, yeah, so... I, I, they probably I've been enjoying cross. the way. Like to, going back to the the segment, I've been enjoying the way. Uh, it feels like Candice is kind of the like everyone else we sort of warmed up to, and Candice is now the 
I guess she's the mum who has to take care of all this nonsense going around her all the time. Um, the indie stuff's funny. They're working for me. I, I have really turned around on the way. I think they're, they're very funny every week. Yeah, it's definitely this like family sitcom dynamic. So if they lose Austin, that's too bad because that new shirt just came out and it's great. And Austin's on it. So now they got to make a new one, just the three of them. Or get True. a new kid. Get a new, get a new brother. Yeah. Who would you replace Austin with? You can't. Um, Someone. Trying to think of the new crop. Yeah. I don't know. Brandon Vink would be fun with these guys. <laughs> no, not with... He'd outshine Johnny on Maybe. the mic. Yeah. Uh, we get some announcements of NXT UK. I think it was my fault because last week on this show I said, hey, maybe's the time you should start watching NXT UK because they're hyping up the rematch of the year, Walter versus Dragunov. And it seems Walter is injured. So, yeah, looks like they're postponing this. And if you watch NXT UK this week, they'll give you an update on this. But this match has been postponed and it will not happen uh, this week. So what's the deal with that? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Apparently it is a legit injury. I, I haven't seen how serious it is. Okay. But I would just wait to have a crowd for this. Um, maybe uh, takeover? May- maybe a takeover UK that they announce at some point. It kind of sucks this takeovers at the CWC. It's like, yo, put put it in a crowd. People would go nuts. If yeah, I don't know why it's not in an arena. Maybe, um, I reckon that they maybe can't get in an arena that weekend in Vegas. Okay. Like, it's pretty last minute notice. Last minute. We've been predicting them doing this, like... <laughs> no, but for venues, you've got to yeah, book ahead. And yeah, this whole pandemic's yeah. really thrown things out. Sure. And uh, SummerSlam kind of only fell into place a few months ago that it was going to be here um so maybe they couldn't find a venue and it's a a lot to to travel there and then work two different venues and stuff i don't know yeah it's weird because i i want to see it with a crowd and i feel like maybe walter Dragonov you can postpone but doing it at a huge takeover i'm i'm fantasy booking miko versus sasha and walter versus Dragonov on the same show that could just be an nxt uk show yeah if they do crowds over there that would be cool. Uh, but I know still the, the, the pandemic is still affecting things worldwide. So, uh, we shall see, but that is my fantasy booking of that. But, uh, if you want to check out NXT UK, you can also watch a tag team title match. Pretty deadly. The champions, the male models versus subculture, the, uh, Brit, British rockers, yeah. the, the mods. Yeah. Uh, actually, that sounds pretty good. I like both those teams, to be completely honest. So I might even watch that because I, I think uh, Flash Morgan Webster and uh, he's jacked now. Yeah, right? what the fuck? Yeah, dude, that's that guy. Everyone needs to do what that guy does. Be like, oh, you're paying me some probably all right kind of money to be on this brand, and I'm going to be a wrestler. What should I do? I don't know. Get jacked because it's my profession. That guy should be like. Both of them. I, I like the other, his partner. Mark Sorry. Andrews. Mark Andrews, yeah. The guitar guy. With the great theme. <laughs> uh, yeah, those guys are great. I'm going to watch it and I'll talk about it. Or listen to Shot in the Dark because he'll talk about it too. He will. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we go to Samoa Joe, William Regal. Regal's telling Joe to calm down. Calm down. And it's all about respect. Joe says, respect, Regal. I respect you, but you know... When I meet Cross, I'm going to be the first one tonight when he gets here to talk to him. I'm going to be the first one. And Regal says, well, you better do it peacefully. And uh, Joe is not making it sound like it's going to be I don't think it's going to be peaceful. No, probably not. We go to the breakout challenge. 
Round one matchup. Andre Chase, formerly known as Harlem Bravado. Yes. Yeah, he's going... From Evolve. From Evolve, that's right. I knew I've seen him before. Going up against Odyssey Jones. He's rocking the Mark Henry Nation of Domination gear. Yeah, similar. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Uh, So... Odyssey in this match right away lifts this guy up like nothing, just squatting him. Uh, no sells a clothesline and just throwing this guy around. There's, uh, they say on commentary, Wade Barrett says that Harlem Bravado right now is doing a 600 pound deadlift. 800. 800? What? 800 pounds. What? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. He's huge. Yeah, yeah this guy looks great. Uh, there's a spot where he's on the outside and Bravado, or sorry, Chase is going to do a cross body and it looks like Odyssey's supposed to catch him, but. It's almost like it was too much for him, and they both just eat shit anyways. But it kind of looked cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, they recover. There's then a flipping stunner by Chase, and then a moonsault to a standing Odyssey in the ring for a near fall. And then there's a running crossbody block from Odyssey, a stinger splash in the corner, and then uh, one of Roman Reigns' old finishers, if you listen to us do, was next. It's the, the back suplex into the rock bottom. Mm. Here and Odyssey Jones puts away Andre Chase and goes forward in the breakout tournament. Uh, th- this was all right. Um, Andre Chase, Harlem Bravado, is clearly he can clearly wrestle. He's been doing this a long time, but I just can't. I can't see anything you're going to do with this guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, he doesn't uh, look like a wrestler. I can say he no. does, definitely doesn't have that. <laughs> I, there's nothing wrong with him, but he just doesn't look like. He yeah. just looks like a guy. He looks he, like me he and you, like just guy. some guy. Like, and maybe uh, get a mic on this guy. Maybe he he's can great, win yeah. you round. Like, We've seen him wrestle. I mean, he's pretty good. But. He is, and it's just I can't see really much. It was literally point. just the most generic looking guy against this guy who's super energetic and huge and strong. So clearly, everyone's going to be behind this guy. Yeah, um, they they did give Chase a fair bit. To, like he did chop down Jones for quite a bit, and. That he, they got to show off some stuff he can do as well. Odyssey Jones, very impressive looking um, and uh, showed a bit of personality as well. So I, I think uh, he could be someone to watch. But yeah. uh, the match didn't do a whole lot for me, to be honest. No, it didn't do too much for me too. Um, I think I think maybe this Andre Chase, Harlem Bravado, maybe he is, if he's better on the mic, then be more in a talking position. Yeah. Whether you be commentator, mouth manager, whatever, but... Um, Poor guy in a breakout tournament loses first match and we're like, yeah, go and do this instead. But yeah, we've seen him wrestle and evolve, and you know what? He he was pretty good. But like, you're comparing. He's going up against this guy who looks like a star instantly. It's yeah. like, of course. So you know, no offense to this guy. I'm sure he's very talented, and he he's made it here. So good for him. But you do want a star quality when yeah. you're when you're watching stuff. Like we want NXT to do well. You know, and and I don't think if you're flicking through channels and see this guy, you're necessarily going to stick around. Yeah. Being harsh. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. We go to MSK with Mackenzie Mitchell, and they're, they're riding this wave of being champions, and they're looking for people to step up. Any challengers, MSK all day. Uh, they kind of call out what uh, Zach Gibson and them briefly. Like they mentioned, like, hey, we got, we, we're open for, for challenges. Mackenzie Mitchell says, hey, guys, MSK, tag champions, you know, you never really told us what MSK stands for. And they go, oh, we didn't? Well, actually, it all starts in Dayton, Ohio, when, and all of a sudden, the, the, the video reception is intercepted. Mm-hmm. 
the radio transmissions intercepted by Imperium. And we see Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner. And Marcel says, my father taught me and told me, you must love and respect and honor this business as to us. The mat is sacred. So what happens, whatever with these Lucha losers, Legado del Fantasma, those rappers hit row, it doesn't matter. These immature champions will fall. We are here to protect purity by any means necessary. And then the transmission unintercepts and it cuts back to McKenzie interviewing MSK and they go, and that's what MSK stands for. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. Thanks, McKenzie. And they, they walk off and leave. I think this is going to be an ongoing joke with these guys where every time they're about to say what MSK is, something happens. And I'm kind of for it. I thought this was kind of fun. Um, but we know, of course, what MSK stands for, don't we? Uh, Miko Satamora's kids. Yes. Marijuana smoking kids. Yes. M- M- Mighty super kids. <laughs> uh, Imperium must be a little, a little pissed off right now. They never got to get their win back over Brizango. They're losers. So they're, they're calling other like, people losers. All right, MSK, yeah. I'll go after them instead. Yeah, you guys lost to Fandango and Breeze, and then they got released, and you're still here. So, Yeah. Uh, I do think this match is going to be great, though. I'm I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, um, I like the joke that they're they're doing here. Mm. It was it was kind of funny, uh, and the match kind of sounds good. I like both these teams, so they should be putting on a banger. But the tag division needs more, like some some. The, what's the what's the takeover prediction for that? Zach Gibson and James Drake. Yeah, you could do that. Um, and we've got it's Tim and Tom versus. Uh, Oni and uh, sorry, da- Oni and Pete next week. So. Right, yeah, which uh, leads us into our next yep. thing, which is Pete Dunn and Oni Lorkin, and they are looking sour. They're looking how I looked this entire episode of NXT, just sour and mean. Pete's just like they I, never look particularly happy. Yeah, do they? Pete's just like oh, hope Vince isn't watching. <laughs> they say Thatcher Champa, let's have a scrap. You think you're tough? You think you're tough? We're tough. Let's see how tough you really are. And we challenge you to a match. So, yes, we're going to see who where the tag teams are, are laying when these two teams clash. And this sounds like these four men are going to be a manly men scrap. Like yeah, they the, said. the word scrap, they, they just announce it as a tag team match. But uh, it made me think that maybe we'll get a like another tornado match or, or no rules or something like that. that tornado. That was great. I love the tornado recently, yeah. and I think it could be a thing they they go to a bit more often. And fuck it, call it the scrap. I like it. The scrap match. Yeah. What are you doing? A scrap just match. Scrap. You having a just scrap. fight? The only yeah, way is a knockout. Fighting. Yeah, maybe double knockout. Maybe. Remember we watched oh, that we YouTube <laughs> double? What is it like? Team fighting championship. Team fighting? YouTube. This. It's like yeah. UFC, MMA, but teams. And of course, as soon as one guy goes down, it's all about the numbers game. Absolutely. Yeah. It ends very quickly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this match is next week, I think. Yeah. So we've got Cole and Reed and uh, Dunn and Oni versus uh, Tim and Tom. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, that does sound pretty good. So like I said, the match quality is still what I like this show for. And that definitely sounds good. Oni, even Oni looked intimidating here. He mm. was not playing no games. You could go Oni and Dunn win this and challenge MSK. Maybe, for a TV. For a TV match, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. 
We go to L.A. Knight with Cameron Grimes versus Drake Maverick, L.A. Knight, the million-dollar champion, of course, comes out with it. Makes Grimes hold it and watch it during his match. Uh, Drake Maverick gains some offense but gets beat up pretty quickly. He then gets put on the shoulders in an electric chair position from from L.A. Knight. And then Drake turns around, counters it into a Rana. Uh, L.A. Knight's pissed off that Drake's getting advantage and Grimes is kind of smiling so he tells him to hold up the title does he want to look at himself in it or kiss it or something i'm not quite sure why he's like hey show me the title for a second well he's just bullying yeah right like hold he's it up just, he's holding it up like, to hold present it up. to everyone like, so he's like all right i'll hold it up so he holds it up but while he does that maverick drop kicks knight's face right into it rolls him up and just like jeff hardy drake maverick rolls up la knight to gain the victory and la knight is livid and he just l- turns around after the match and levels drake maverick uh this really wasn't much of a match to go to so there was an angle that continues oh, yeah, yeah, here but um he then yells at grimes you gotta hit him now and grimes says no i can't do this and he walks off and he says no you have to do whatever i say and i'm saying you have to hit him we had a deal so you gotta do it so do it so he holds him up Grimes is very reluctant, but he, he finally, he nails Drake with a right hand as LA Knight just laughs and the CWC boo Cameron Grimes, but he looks ashamed. He looks heartbroken. He can't believe what he'd just done. He punched a guy in the face. I, I think this, uh, this feud, this story has been excellent. Um, starting with those vignettes with Ted DiBiase that we weren't so sure about. Um, we had the ladder match, we had the singles match, and you're making me want a third match. This feud is going to go on for a, a couple of months, a few months, and I'm still actually quite compelled by it. I think I like how Grimes has been taking this Butler role not so seriously and has been enjoying it, and uh, even cheering on Drake during this match. And as soon as Drake won, he was telling him, like, run, go, go, run go, away. go away. And now shit's got serious for him. There's, uh, he knows now. And I think this is going to kind of scar his character a bit. We're going to see a bit more of a defeated, broken Grimes for a few weeks, which is where you need to go with him before you start to build him up again to eventually beat LA Knight, the big boss, and get that title. Uh, for like a mid-card, essentially comedy thing i think they've been doing this very well he's the cameron grimes is the new virgil yeah right like that's what they're, but they're we'll playing. hopefully do a bit better than virgil you know did you did you put any bids in on ted million dollar man ted dibiase's ebay uh merch drop of the quote unquote last bump shoes no what's this uh he put the shoes for auction oh the that shoes he that he wore in? that he bumped because right. he said it was going to be his it's last, last bump, bump. Wow, well, gotta get your bidding what in are they now. Going for? I don't know, but everybody's got a Is price. It still going on now? I, th- I I hope so. eBay haven't been on that for a while. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. Now I just go click. Oh, Amazon's here, huh? <laughs> and then that guy is he ru- in space? Yeah, he he's he's landed in space now. He, Jeff Bezos. I think he's in landed space. in home now. Is Richard on- Branson in space as well? <sighs> did they hang out up there? Like, did they go at the same time? I don't know. I think I don't know if you can land in space. He landed back here. Separate hotels. Oh, sorry. Ah, uh, hotwire.com. <laughs> One got put in a bad neighborhood. Um, I think, I think the Amazon guy 
what's his name? Bezos? Yeah. Yeah. He went to space and then he came Got back. Got bored, came home. Now he's back. Yeah. Okay. But now he's had some weird side effects. Right. Yeah. He started, started like growing rocks on his face. What? Yeah. And then the one other guy started becoming invisible. Right. Yeah, I saw that meme with the Fantastic Four. Okay. It was great. <laughs> uh, I can't believe a guy's in space. What's a guy doing in space for? Go to yeah, the ocean. He can stay there. Go to the ocean. Mm. He could stay in space, but he's back already. Yeah, fuck him. But you love Amazon. I do love Amazon. <laughs> you just imagine you funded someone else going to space so you could buy like fucking what did you even buy on Amazon? I haven't bought, done an order for a while. Oh. No. You've made an order on PWT yeah, that I'm... hasn't come like twice. Yeah. But PW... It's not PWT's fault. We love PWT. Yeah. It's the, the postage. Blame Scrump. Kind of... Do what no, I do. No, no. Blame he's Scrump. Great. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not, we're not dragging PWT through the mud here. <laughs> order from them. ProWrestlingTees.com yeah. slash up next. Yeah. yeah uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next because we have up next summer tanks mm-hmm. and the up next hoodies, of course. But yeah, go check us out. Um, so... We get some matches for next week. Adam Cole versus Bronson Reed and Carmelo Hayes versus Josh Briggs in the breakout okay. tournament. So that should be pretty interesting. Um, and <clears throat> we, oh, well, we got that tag match too with Pete and Oni. Yes. Uh, but we see Samoa Joe. He sees Karrion Cross's car is here. So he gets upset. He rolls over the car. He sees someone kind of shaved head. He grabs him. Puts him in the coquina clutch, this but it's guy. it's not the right guy. He's got the wrong guy. He didn't get his man. He didn't get him, and he's like, oh, it's someone else. So he's like, Cross. So he's still looking for Cross, who apparently is here now. Must mm. be lurking around. How does Joe not find him in the next set of ten minutes? But yeah, well, you could be doing the circling thing. Is that what you would do? Maybe. What would you do to hide? You got to keep someone? moving. Yeah, I think. You don't just stay in one spot. So if you're playing hide and seek, you're just going to keep moving. Oh, no. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot to think about. Yeah. This is like a, a facility, a wrestling, a capital wrestling center. How are you supposed to hide from hmm. someone? Uh, we go to our main event of the evening, the NXT women's title on the line. The champion, Raquel Gonzalez, going up against the challenger, Zaya Lee. And Zaya, they mentioned on commentary, chose... To go at this fight alone, meaning no Mei Ying and no Boa. No Boa. Which I'm a little upset. I'm not getting my Mei Ying and Boa. This Zia Lee's pretty much been a a heel. She's been positioned as a heel since returning with Tian Shah. Yeah. And I think this was to be for this match she's gonna work like babyface. And it makes sense. She's the smaller uh, you've got the big heel champion. Yeah. She's smaller. It made sense to send Boa and Mei Ying to the back. And it made her look more badass, I think, going up against her alone. No Mei Ying vape. No Mei Ying vape. No Boa shades. No, none of that. One on one. But Raquel comes down with Dakota. She's by her side. So this match starts off and they kind of start going at it pretty quickly. And Raquel keeps yelling at Zaya, respect me. I am your champion. Kind of brushing Zaya Lee off, but Zaya gained some offense and she's so- showing some, some skill here. There's like sunset flips and reversals and counters very quick and pretty sweet. Uh, Raquel gets Zaya on the outside and then lawn darts Zaya head first into the post. Uh, but Zaya comes back 
and starts swinging the legs of Raquel into the ring post, kind of like Bret Hart does. Mm-hmm. Uh, swinging the leg of Raquel. They go to commercial. When we come back, Zaya working the knee. She ties Raquel in the corner in the ring and then drop kicks her repeatedly there. Raquel comes back with a fallaway slam and then a northern lariat and then one to the chest and then a pretty high drop kick from Raquel, who's a pretty tall person, but drop kick mm-hmm. on the money here for a near fall. Goes for her, what, the Chingona bomb? Uh, but it's countered into a Zack Sabre Jr.-like pinning attempt from Zaya Lee, but it's only a two. She hits a PK, and then Zaya hits the Robinson special, yep. the spinning kick to the head to the back there. Uh, Zaya, Zaya Lee loves her New Japan. Uh, Raquel starts selling the leg and is like almost like she's a little bit shook by Zaya with her, her power, uh, but starts to beat down. She She lays out Zaya and then goes up top for... Almost like the the Vader bomb, but we've seen Raquel do it, where you go for the Vader bomb and then you drop, like, sentoning the person. Yeah. So she hits Zaya with this, and then the camera stays on Raquel and not showing you Zaya, and then it cuts to Raquel saying, you wanted this, Zaya, you wanted this. The camera then shows Zaya selling this this senton, and there's there's medical staff. The ref is basically telling Raquel to back off. And they show the replay quite a few times. So uh, at first, I'm like, well, is she hurt? Because she does not look like she kicked out of that at all mm. for the near fall. It looked like a very slow kick out attempt. Uh, but then it also looked like she was trying to gain some attention. Like, no, I'm actually hurt here. So I wasn't quite sure uh, if it was, in fact, a shoot uh, or a work. Then, like, they totally got me. But I was a little concerned of how Zia Lee was, was looking here. She looked like she was, was in fact, in pain because uh, they... They didn't just go to the finish right away. They milked it as if she 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 is selling it, and they didn't like know what to do. So either she's hurt, and they did not stop the match, or this was a a, a work. But uh, they they wave it off. Raquel picks her up. Chingona bomb. One two three, and Raquel pins Zaya. Yeah, I. Uh... I really enjoyed the match, actually, and I'll talk about the what I thought of the finish after, but I, I actually thought the body of the match was very good and maybe Zia Lee's best match. I think she watched Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair with all that knee stuff, but it worked. I, I believed Zia Lee was chopping down this bigger woman. She had this more relentless energy that we hadn't really seen from her and just would never give up, just constantly striking her. Um, I thought they worked really well together. The end was weird because it looked like she was legit hurt. I don't know. The the amount of time they were spending on her, I don't know why you don't just call the match off. They did it just a couple of weeks ago. You're having Raquel win anyway. Um, To go into a finish move and another slam after a potential injury. If it was an injury. If it was an injury, uh, I'm I'm not cool with at all. On the other hand, if this is a work, like, great. Like, it was very convincing. I just think it's... We've seen... We've been conditioned as wrestling fans, you know when someone's hurt, and right. you know when to be, like, funs over, something serious. We saw it with Mercedes Martinez the other week. You knew, like, no, this isn't story. This, this is something bad that's right. happened. And there have been some tragedies. There's been some awful things in wrestling. And I think, I do think it's important when it comes to that, that we 
we're not going. Is this a work? Is this real? I think you should know quite soon. Like, yeah, X is yeah. up, fun's over, someone's hurt, let's be serious here. I don't like it if it is being used for an angle. I think it was. And I think it was. I, I remember years ago, do you remember the whole thing with China? Um, when she was feuding with Right to Censor and they did this this spot where her neck gave out and she oh. played like she was paralyzed. And they got kind of Lawler and JR to kind of do the call and it was very somber and it reminded you of like the Owen thing, mm. you know? I don't think that's stuff you should be doing. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I love uh, Twitter and I search like, hey, is this, what, what are people saying about this? And some people are saying, yeah, like she seems fine after w- walking around, but I'm just going by what I'm seeing. We record this right after the show. So by tomorrow mm. they could be like, yeah, it was a work or yeah, she's, she's cracked a rib or something. But uh, like genuinely the move looked like it could potentially hurt. Uh, you yeah. really wind you and maybe yeah, she's just getting a breath sure. back. But yeah. even if it is, the fact that you're pausing that long, just end it. They were at the end of the show anyway. You yeah. know, you just... Because mm. if it's a work, then they would have called off the match and then Raquel goes, fuck that, and then picks her up and hits her with the move anyways. And yeah. then you go, wow, what a meanie, because she's so mean, doesn't care if she's hurt. But the fact that they just did this, it's kind of like, well, maybe she said, I'm I'm hurt for a second. They went, okay, 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 go for it, and then finished it. But uh, yeah, uh, overall, I thought this match was great. It, I was getting it was into way it. way better than I, I was yeah, expecting. Sure. I really got into this. Yeah, definitely. Um, Raquel is proving herself to me as a as a star. And it, it's up to WWE to, to mess it up. But there's no reason why you couldn't build to a big Raquel-Charlotte match For in sure. two, three years and have it be a, a big, big deal. Uh, I see a lot of things in her. And I'm enjoying the subtleties with Dakota Kai. And I think Xia Li really brought it. Um, For sure she did. Yeah, shout out Xia Li because like, she's been working her ass off. Yeah. Uh, both, of these, both of these women have been working their ass off. And they, they, this, this felt like I was super into this like, match. It's, it's cool watching this show. And we were having jokes about Xia Li and Aaliyah going back and forth for so long. So many rematches. Two. And they're on the, the low mid card. And it looks like Aaliyah's maybe got her call up finally after all these years. Like, good for her. And Zia Lee here being from someone we kind of joked about a bit on this show to being in the main event spot and putting on a main event match. Um, I, yeah, I, I really like this and good for them. Yeah, they put on a good match and I hope she's all right. But if it was a work like, hey, you got me, but you kind of did it in a way that maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> Raquel retains Dakota Kai standing around though interesting what's the prediction for Raquel is it Dakota Kai at takeover I think so I think we need to go yeah. to that match who else is there that's what five weeks away yeah yeah you can yeah you'll need to do the turn like next week soon you know Dakota loves turning on people yeah yeah but would she be a face or is it Raquel who beats up Dakota I yeah. What if you do it? Hmm. You could have next week Raquel doing the the speech that no one's ever uh like I've cleared out the division, there's no one. And Dakota could ask for like a match. Right. And Raquel like shoots her down. And that no, could be no, the start. No, 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 no. True. And yeah. that could be the start of the build. Right. Or she could accept and eventually like turn on her, like the Roman J thing where they're like, Oh yeah, we're gonna have a match, that's great. And then eventually 
Raquel just beats the shit out of her. Right. Be like, no, I will destroy you. Do some sort of number one contenders thing and Dakota wins and do, do that. that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I want to see that match. Me I too. I think it makes the most sense. We go to Samoa Joe, who doesn't care about Zia Lee being checked on by the medics <laughs> after this match. Rushes down to the ring with a mic yelling, J- Killer Cross, sorry, Carrion Cross, Cross, where are you, my young champion? Tonight you're going to learn. Where are you? I know you're here. When the Titan Tron pops on, and it's Carrion Cross, who says, Hey, Joe, I'm right here. This isn't the same world you walked away from. This is my world. I am the new beginning. I am the way of the future. And this man, I can go wherever I want. And he holds up the title. And then the camera pans down to the parking lot. And it's William Regal laid out with Cross's head on top of him. Uh, Sorry, with Cross's foot on top of Regal's head. And, hey, Joe, do you still feel like you're in control? As he laughs. And then he says... Who provoked who? As he then slowly gets in his car, Joe runs out the ring, runs to the back, runs through Gorilla, runs to the parking lot, but he's too late as the car just drives off with Cross and Scarlet. Hey, it's Scarlet. Remember her? Oh, yeah. She, they drive off, and Joe is yelling as he aids to Regal as NXT goes off the air. Um, same thing. This, this could be cool. Uh, Monday put a dampener on it. We've we've harped on about it all night. Uh, the angle was cool, and I think this is now what when Regal finally recovers, he's maybe going to be the one who signs the match and signs Joe as a in ring performer to sanction this match because he's now attacked Regal. Now Regal's going to yeah. be like, okay, that's that's too much. I was hoping when the camera panned down, we'd see some purple hair, and it would be. Uh, Jeff Hardy. Uh, I thought it was Jeff Hardy. Yeah, that would make way more sense. Um, But they're not doing that. Where's Jeff? uh, I did like that he brought up that he goes, as as long as I hold this, I can do and go where I want. So it looks like he's going to be appearing on Raw, maybe even appearing on SmackDown. Just like floating around, losing to everyone. Yeah, like I don't care where you're going because you're losing to everyone. Like what? That's what I mean. It's so silly for him to be saying... It should have been. It should have been. It should have been him taking out Jeff Hardy, honestly. Mm. But they didn't do this at all. They don't care about us. They don't care. It doesn't make them money. They don't care. Uh, just, just really weird. Uh, overall, looking past everything, the angle itself. Yeah, if we just pretend this thing with Jeff Hardy on Raw didn't happen, mm. then yeah, the angle is pretty good. Sino in the chat points out that this was taped because Cross would be in Texas with the other. Of course. So. Again, like you can't. I guess if this is taped before his loss, there's not a whole lot you can do. Exactly. Then fuck. Then it shows they really don't give a shit mm. about this show. Sorry, Triple H. I know he's probably trying and he's probably upset, but like this shows that if some people don't care about this show mm. and it affects the show. So, uh, you know, I watched the show. Season one of Prison Break was really great until there was a writer strike, and then I went, "Hmm, that sucks." Now, see you later. That's that's like, do you do that with this show? Are they I, just gonna pull the plug? Is it over? They've they've geeked our champ. They've made a clown of this whole show. Why are we even watching? What does it all mean? I think it is dumb. Like it is a dumb move, but it hasn't affected my enjoyment massively. I still enjoyed this episode. I thought the main event was great. I really liked uh, Theory and Kyle. Um, 
I there was stuff I really liked. I liked the the Drake Cameron Grimes L.A. Knight thing, and I did like these Joe Cross segments. I do like this story and isolated. If I don't listen to what's going on on Raw and SmackDown and watch that show, uh, and I just watch NXT, I'd be very into this feud right now. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't think yeah. I think they've it's shitty. Uh, but I didn't think this was a bad episode at all. I, I still quite enjoyed it tonight. I still enjoyed the episode. It wasn't as good as the past little while, but I had a big damper on just like what a, sure. a, a joke they kind of have treated it. But uh, looking that past that, like, yeah, the angle with Joe is still pretty good, but it's all laughable now. Mm. It I can't, I'm not la- like, it's, it's funny. It's like, <laughs> really? Joe's beaten Jeff Hardy a bunch in TNA. So he should be like, huh, you can't even beat Jeff. I don't really care about fighting you anymore. So Joe should show up on Raw and just destroy Jeff Hardy and like, look, I told you, Cross. See, it's easy. Yeah, anyone can do it. Fuck. Yeah, it's 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 really weird. But shout out Jeff Hardy, the true NXT champion. That's our NXT champ. So we've got a new linear uh, NXT champion and a new linear million dollar champion in Drake Maverick. So that means like the Elias's Samson's friend Jackson Riker is going to be fucking NXT linear champion in like a week. Who's Dominic's dad right now? Rey Mysterio? (laughs) No, the linear. (laughs) Linear Dominic's dad? Yeah, you know, that's the thing. Rey. Oh, Seth? Like Drew was holding it for a while. I I think it's Lashley. I think Lashley is Dominic's dad at the moment. Have to check. Yeah, but I've got to be up to date with these things. Jeff is... The NXT champion. Apparently, Xavier Woods. Yeah, Xavier Woods is Dominic Mysterio's dad. Because he beat Lashley last week. Good for for Xavier Woods. Good for Xavier Woods. Being a dad. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Yeah, overall, the episode of NXT, it it still had some really good wrestling. Mm -hmm. It had stuff progressing, but there was a big damper. But overall, I still enjoyed some of it. And we get a final announcement of this takeover, finally. And it's like, all right, cool. We know this takeover is happening on the Sunday, the 22nd, and some predictions we've had are, what, the, the Cruiserweight title, Kushida Strong, uh, Santos versus Swerve. Are we thinking Kyle versus Cole 3? Yes, I would think where does, so. Where does Johnny land in this? Because it looks like Johnny versus Kyle is coming soon, maybe. Yeah, that looks like it's coming up down the line. Um, hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, maybe... Yeah, it's got to be Cole Kyle. Johnny. Not sure. Mm, don't know. Jeff Hardy. Carrying Cross. Samoa Joe versus Cross, obviously. Yeah, Joe and Cross. We want Sasha versus Miko and Walter versus Dragunov, but we'll agree. Yeah, maybe Johnny's not. <laughs> Johnny not on a takeover? Now you're really busting my balls. Why should I watch this show? <laughs> Joke. Johnny and Theory go for tag titles if you want him on there. But then that, oh, that, that sucks be- for like your grizzled young vets or whoever yeah but. that does sound pretty good mm. actually that would be pretty cool uh so that could be a takeover uh, again we'll be doing a a watch along and a post show for that in the near future takeover 36 on august 22nd but nxt got got burned got clowned this week by papa Vinny mac and uh we still we still carry on we carry on. We do. That's what we do here. And shall we carry on with some feedback? Yes. Join the Facebook group, Up Next Podcast, or Up Next Group, and uh, the forums we post there too, and we'll read them here. Uh, I see the first bit of feedback from uh, Jordan Goodman, who writes in, who writes in the Facebook group. 
Jeff Hardy is a TikTok meme, so I don't have an issue with him beating NXT with his feet on the ropes. My issue is not with Jeff Hardy winning. My my personal issue is not him not being champ. He should he should have got a match tonight. He should be at the takeover. Linear champ. Uh, we go to our next piece from Corey Helfrick, who says, I'm just going to say it. That Raquel versus Zaya match was really, really, really not good. Ooh. One of the worst women's matches I've seen in a long time on NXT. And Zaya might be legitimately injured. At this point, they just need to get the title off of Raquel because her reign has been absolutely underwhelming and is rapidly devaluing the title. Oh, very different page from us, but interesting. Yeah, so clearly we're, we're on an island. Uh, Dylan, awful con- co- Dylan Grayson sorry, writes in, awful coincidence with Zaya now being on the other hand of a mid-match injury. Not sure that Chingona Bomb was a safe finish after the apparent rib injury. Also, where was the rest of Tien Sha tonight? Diamond Mine versus Kushida Fish was a blast, or would you call them, what would their, Kush Fish? Kush Fish? Fishida. Fishida. Uh, And Rust being subbed by the champ isn't bad at all. After all, he's the prospect, not the star yet. I caught a hoverboard lock in the gym tonight, so I marked out a little extra for it. Did you tap, I wonder? He continues, K-O-R, Kyle O'Reilly, is the best thing in NXT. Not sure how I feel about Legato getting punked by hit row but at least the hottest act in nxt is keeping their momentum not acknowledging what happened on raw was probably a smart move joe in a shirt with wrist tape is a one step closer to joe in ring gear that's the match at takeover oh and odyssey jones is money kind of funny he was compared to mark henry last week then comes out in the nation of domination gear but man that dude can move and he's got great entrance and a great finish we go to Sean McTeer. Pretty good show tonight. The opening tag match between Fishida. Oh, he's, oh, he's gone for it. Here we go. Fishida and Diamond Mine was excellent. We also got the match of the night mid-show between Kyle and Theory, who both feel like they could have a great match with just about anyone at this point. Looking forward to Cole and Reed next week for more of the same. For some reason, I was not really hit feeling the Hit Row Legado segment. Both feel pretty strongly like heel factions to me. Whether the CWC crowd is cheering them or not, so it's not clear who we're supposed to root for. The main event was fine, but I agree with some of the other comments that Raquel's reign has been a mixed bag. Unlike Io, she cannot carry, elevate a lesser opponent, and we saw this tonight. We need to get to her and Dakota. Hopefully Zaya's okay. When Tian Shah has stumbled at times, NXT is clearly high on her, and I'd hate for her momentum to be derailed. Finally, great show long thread between Cross and Joe. Props to Triple H for pretty much ignoring what happened on Raw. If main roster is not going to have any regard for what goes on in NXT, then Hunter should play along with what they do either. Hmm. Another way to look at it, yeah. Yeah. We go to Magan, who writes in, Tonight was all about damage control. This has been com- a competent episode with a rather underwhelming win- main event. Zaya getting injured sucked. Can Dakota get her shot, please? Grimes feeling remorse is a step forward to LA Knight getting his comeuppance. Hit Row continues to be the hottest act, and their infectious charisma can easily make them a babyface act. The Joe Cross story bookended the show effectively without focusing on Jeff Hardy too much. Attacking Regal makes me want to see Joe send Cross to a to God that much more. I hope TakeOver is just a placeholder name. Sorry, TakeOver 36 is a placeholder name for a Vegas location. They need a bigger crowd badly. Big ups to Aja Smith for being on top of her game for spotting Zaylee's injury as it happened. Mm. Yeah, they did announce TakeOver is at the CWC, but like what? Some people are saying, no, it's a front. They're going to announce some secret 
Vegas. I show. hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Um, we need that arena show soon yeah. for NXT badly. And finally, we go to TJ Sharp, who says that Kyle versus Theory was pretty good. Actually managed to keep me engaged. Hit Row and Legado Dal Fantasma are both incredible, but I really hope they aren't having a feud based off music. I don't want to go through another No Limit Soldiers versus West Texas Redneck feud. <laughs> Kudos for WWE having a masked mariachi guy and not having it be someone in disguise. I thought they were secretly Breezango at first, but then remembered they were gone. Oh, poor one out. Yeah. Theory attempting the no-look high-five was just pure storytelling perfection. Such a simple gesture uh, conveyed a world of emotions. I really hope Xylee is okay. Probably not smart ending with that finisher. Yeah, like it sounds like most people think it was a legit injury, which why you'd go to that finish is baffling to me. Yeah. Uh, so... So I think people are in the middle. I know obviously a lot of our feedback kind of are on the same page where it's like we wanted to see the elephant in the room, the Jeff Hardy raw thing, but they ignored it and they moved on. So, yeah, that's that's it. That's, that's NXT it. getting laughed at. Yeah. And we'll still watch it. We'll still watch it. We're still we'll here. We'll still love it. Yeah, we'll still, we're still here. You know why? Because we're your NXT friends. Friends. And we'll always be your NXT. Oh, yeah. Hey, knock, knock. Who's there? The BDE. And we'll always be there for you. Is that the end? Do I go away now? No. no. Uh, you can listen to <laughs> us. You can listen to us talk about the other show tomorrow night or on this very feed after Dynamite airs on Wednesday nights, ten fifteen on Twitch. We record BD Elite, where we'll be talking all about. It's Fighter Fest night. Fighter Fest night two. We've got a Texas Death Match. John Moxley oh, versus uh, Lance Archer. We've got Britt Baker defending the title against Nyla Rose. Right. We've got the Elite Hunter taking on Doc Gallows. Come on now. I, I am loving night. the Kenny Omega hangman story. Can't wait yes. to talk more about that. And I can't wait to talk about Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Hmm. Can't wait to talk about him too. Okay. Because where's he? What's he doing? He's done with WWE. I don't know. But I'm going to find out. We're going to his house. We're going to ask what? him. We're going no, to I don't know. Okay. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> but now? We go now? Uh, yeah, I hope he shows up. Uh, I'm interested in the Cody, Malachi, Black stuff as well. So I uh, can't wait for that. Uh, and All Out should be lit. But listen to us talk about that. That's on this feed as well as Shot in the Dark. All these free shows. The Slammiversary is up on this feed as well. So many free podcasts. But if you love us even more, only five bucks for North Americans here on the Patreon gets you access to hundreds of shows. You want to listen to my birthday point break? Go listen to it. Monday, it's coming out. You want to listen to Best Match Ever, Shark Match? All the best matches ever. All the was next. Everything. Everything. Yeah. And we've just put out a new Behind the BDE for oh, our world Oh, did yeah. we ever? Do, yeah. I, do you think I went too far? Uh, no. Oh, Could have gone far. You can always go further. I don't know. I, that, I shouldn't have said that. I mean, I'm encouraging <laughs> yeah, bad Yeah, things. I called someone a little bitch. Yeah, well, let's, let's get out of here before things get out of hand. Yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. Save uh, it for behind the BDE. Yeah, save it for behind. That's the World Champ exclusive show, is, and it's yeah. a little X rated. So mm. it got a little. We talk about a lot of things camping, uh, fucking suit shopping. Because we got. We're going to. We're, we're not even going to a wedding now. We're hosting a wedding. We are. Kind of spin. We're going to spin some tracks at a wedding. Can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Uh, hey, follow us on the socials at Up Next Podcast, and I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. And of course, uh, 
We'll talk about NXT every week. We'll talk about Dynamite every week. We appreciate you listening to us wherever you may be. We truly, truly do. Uh, Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And no more words. Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.